I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm chatting with Tam... Is it Tamara or Tamara? Actually, I write under the name of Tara Lush. Ah, Tara Lush. About her books, writing, and all things cozy. Tara, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, my real name is Tamara Lush, but I write cozies under Tara Lush. Uh, I did this because I write steamy romance under my real name. Tamara Lush is my real name, and that's a very romance name. So um, I write cozy mysteries under Tara Lush, and my first cozy was published by Crooked Lane Books in December, and the second in that series will come out in December of 2021. Well, those sound interesting. <laughs> That's my cozy or my furry co-host back there. <laughs> my furry co-host will probably be barking any minute now. <laughs> she loves to go after the male. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in fact, I um, I know a lot of cozies uh, involve cats, and my cozy actually involves dogs. My mine is a is a not necessarily a dog themed cozy but there is a dog sidekick in my cozy series. Oh, how fun. In the one I'm, I write, the Mystic Ranch Mysteries, mine has a giant cat-like creature called a glow beast as a sidekick. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now, mine is a Shih Tzu puppy named Stanley. Oh, cute. <laughs> <laughs> so is any of your writing inspired by your actual life? Actually, it is. Um, so this is kind of an odd week to talk because I'm in my final week of my career as a journalist. I've been a journalist for 30 years, and this is my final week. I'm going to be a full-time fiction author, um, both with Cozies and Romance, but I've been a reporter for 30 years. Uh, currently, I'm a reporter with the Associated Press for a few more days, and um, my very first Cozy series is about a laid-off reporter I'm not laid off in real life. I'm I left. I'm leaving so I can pursue my fiction. But um, I actually my my heroine in Grounds for Murder uh, and the Coffee Lovers Mystery series. She's a laid off journalist and she goes home to her uh, Florida island and runs her family's coffee shop. So it, there is a lot that is taken from my real life in this first series. <laughs> It's always fun when you can work your real life into your writing, isn't it? It is. I'm actually a pretty literal writer and a pretty literal person. So most of my books, both romance and cozy, are set in Florida. And uh, I, I have a hard time sort of conceiving other uh, locations. Also, Florida is this place where everything is a little crazy and wacky and over the top. So it's easy to set stories here because everything is different. <laughs> yeah I can understand the having a hard time picturing other locations with with sparks it's like I chose Colorado because I know Colorado um exactly. with another series I have uh the artifacts I chose Denver because I know Denver and Exactly, exactly. I really admire people who write paranormal and historical and science fiction and fantasy because their their imaginations are so wild. I, I, 
I'm very much rooted in the contemporary, both with romance and cozy mystery. I'm, I'm very much of a realist kind of writer. <laughs> so do you have any advice for those who want to write cozies or just write in general? Um, I would say to read a lot, to definitely read. Um, I'm always reading. I'm always, I've always got a cozy going and I've always got a romance going. Um, so I would say that is probably the, the thing that I would recommend the most is just read widely, read out of your genre, read in your genre, um, read nonfiction. I'm very inspired by narrative nonfiction uh, and have been for many years. Um, sometimes when I'm writing my cozy, I'll tend to read more romance. And when I'm writing a romance, I tend to read more cozies. So I kind of always have one or the other going on right at the same time. Uh, it's strange because I write and read very steamy romance, but obviously the cozies don't have any steaminess in them. So there's a little bit of um, push and pull between that. <laughs> yeah, a, a writer really does have to be an avid reader, if only to know their own thoughts on the writing process, in my opinion. Exactly. I think that I've, I was always, I was a romance, I, I was a romance and cozy reader for many years, starting when I was young. Uh, a mystery, you know, I loved Nancy Drew. I loved the Hardy Boys. I loved Alfred Hitchcock Presents when I was a kid. And then when I became a teen, I loved romance and I loved steamy romance as I got older. And, um, you know, but I think the best thing that I did for my writing process, and I would encourage everybody to do this regardless of genre, is I, I actually read a lot of Harlequins. I read a lot of Harlequin category romance because those are, uh, regardless of whether you write romance, those are books that are 50,000 words. They're very tightly plotted and they pack a lot of emotion and detail and plot in a very short book. And if you can do that, if you can sort of learn the rhythm and the plotting of how those work, then you can build on that and create wonderful stories. They're well edited. They're just really tightly plotted. And I think that, that um, there's a lot to be learned in that for aspiring authors. That's some great advice. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, you don't like some of the Harlequins are steamier than others, you know, but there's different lines. There's, I personally like the Harlequin presents, which is like the billionaires and the Greeks and Spaniards and Italians and, you know, the alpha male, that's my personal catnip, but there's also love inspired, which is, you know, more, uh, less, there's no steaminess. It's, you know, Christian, some, some of it has Christian overtones. Um, there's also suspense, romantic suspense. There used to be a paranormal line, but they're all very accessible and they're all, Harlequin has very strict guidelines for what they want. I was, goodness knows I've tried to be published by Harlequin traditionally. Um, and, it, and, they're, and it's very hard to get accepted by Harlequin. But if you study how the books are constructed, it really opens up a lot of connections in your brain about how uh, stories, especially genre fiction, should be plotted. I think it's really, really helpful. So do you have a favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in romance, definitely. I have a favorite character. And, and I would say that that is probably the police chief uh, in my cozy mystery. His name is Noah Garcia and he's a little bit geeky and he wears glasses. He's Cuban-American 
And uh, he is just kind of a laid back guy. He left uh, the city of Tampa police department to be the police chief in a tiny island police department. And uh, he is sort of amused by all of the craziness and goings on of the community and of his love interest, Lana Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an interesting character. He is. He's very laid back. He's, he's, he's very tolerant of everything. But I think I'm actually plotting the third book in the series now. And I think there's going to be a little bit more friction about Lana's snooping around. She is the former reporter slash cafe manager. And I, in, in book three, there's going to be a little bit more push and pull between the two of them over a homicide. Oh. Don't you just love in cozy mysteries where it's like the love interest is almost always like you can't keep snooping around like this but of course you know they're not going to stop because that's the end of the series if they actually listen <laughs> exactly I, I i'm always amazed when readers of non-cozies pick up a cozy and they and in the reviews it says well the heroine she kept sticking her nose into places where it didn't belong <laughs> And it's like, well, that's the whole point of a cozy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have a mystery if we didn't have an amateur sleuth. Actually, I had a little bit of fun with that in the second book I'm currently editing in my series where uh, my main character's love interest um, says the typical, you can't keep snooping. And she actually quotes from Arsenic and Old Lace, goes like, <laughs> Are you saying this is becoming a very bad habit? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I was in Arsenic and Old Lace in high school. I was, I, I was actually in the play in high school. Oh, how fun. Yeah, yeah. Were you one of the two sisters or? I was the, I, I, like my, I'm old, so my brain is not working, but I believe her name was, I want to say Kissy. Is that right? Am I am I remembering this right? It was the female lead. It was the female oh. lead, and I, and and I, I it, it was like the girlfriend lead part of it. Oh, that role! I forget yeah, what her yeah. name is too. I've seen the movie, I don't know how many times, and I can't remember yeah, the I've, name. I've never seen the movie actually. I mean, this I I was in the play like before DVDs even existed, uh. so like I've never seen the movie, <laughs> but I, I was in the play. I just I remember I. I just remember wearing a really cute outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so what author has most influenced your writing? Oh my goodness. Um, wow. Well, in terms of romance, there's, I mean, nor, I, I would say overall in terms of romance and, and cozy mystery, I would say, you know, Nora Roberts is really an inspiration to me. Um, I really like J.D. Robb, her J.D. Robb, books, the in-depth in depth books. I really enjoyed that. Um, I, I have other romance authors more on the steamy erotic romance side that have really influenced me. Um, I would say on the cozy side, obviously Agatha Christie. Um, I really like Ellie Alexander. I really like her voice. I think that her voice is really something special. I also really like um, Cleo Coyle and her coffee house mysteries. Obviously mine is a coffee mystery, um, but the, the mist, I, I really enjoy mysteries, cozy mysteries that are set in big cities, but make the community or the neighborhood of the big city seem like a, 
uh, a small town. I, I seem to gravitate toward those. And I also really like the other one I really love is Elaine Veets. She wrote the Dead End Job Mysteries. They were based in Florida, based in Palm Beach, and they were absolutely delightful. Oh, wow. My to-be-read list is getting longer. <laughs> Every time I ask this question, I come exactly. up with more books that I want to read and check out. Exactly. So how are you and your family dealing with the pandemic? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, we don't have kids, so we aren't dealing with that aspect of the pandemic. Um, I have been a reporter this, you know, the past, since the pandemic started. So I actually write in my day job about the pandemic a lot. I write, I, I'm, I'm based in Florida. So I remember covering the very first press conference here, which is coming up, you know, March 1st is around the anniversary of when Florida had its first two cases. So I've been really um, pretty involved with news about the pandemic and have written a lot. And it's been really hard. It's been really kind of depressing and uh, emotional, just sort of standing by and watching everything happen. And of course, covering in between that, I also have covered politics and protests in the last year. So I've had to go out and interview people and is it safe? And it's been really, that's been really hard. That's been really hard. Yeah, I'm sure being a journalist has to be such a hard job sometimes, especially yeah. now. Yeah, I would say the last few years have been challenging. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing it since I was quite young, since I was 20, so I just turned 50. And um, it, I, I, I'm leaving so I can pursue, I, I love journalism. I love my company, the Associated Press and the people that I work with, um, but I'm leaving so I can pursue my fiction. I have my second mystery coming out in December, and then I have a romance coming out in March of 2022. So I'm, I'm really, focused on the future with my fiction. I, I realized that I, I, it was becoming harder and harder to do both things at once and I'd have to give one up. Yeah, I'm sure. It's funny with, when I was a kid, that was actually one of my dream jobs was to be a journalist. Oh. But then I discovered I create scenes better than I report on things. So <laughs> here I am well, I writing. <laughs> Well, I can tell you that fiction is way easier than <laughs> journalism. It is far easier because you can't just make stuff up as a journalist. As much as people think we do, we do not. <laughs> so how can my snips and sleuths follow you? Uh, they can go to my website, Tara Lush, T-A-R-A-L-U-S-H.com. Actually, there's a free novella on my website. Um, and they can sign up for that. It is set in the world of Devil's Beach. So it's about different characters on Devil's Beach. Grounds for Murder is set on Devil's Beach, but there's also a story about a woman named Hadley who runs an ice cream truck and that's on Devil's Beach. So there's a free novella, so they can sign up for that. Or they can find me at any ebook stores or probably your Barnes and Noble. And also do not forget the library. My books are in libraries. I'll be sure to include the link to your website in the show's notes. Thank you. I appreciate that. So, wow, the time's just gone by so fast. I've had so much fun chatting with you. I can't believe we're already on the last question. 
Oh, goodness. Yes, I know. <laughs> but it's a biggie, so be ready. Okay. Any closing words of advice or wisdom? Mm, other than to read books, I would say, you know, also check out some cozy mysteries on TV. You know, sometimes you don't want to read and you don't want to be on a screen, you know, especially since we're all on screen so much because of the pandemic. Um, watch something, watch something on TV, watch like Death in Paradise is a big uh, inspiration for me. I love that show. Oh, I love that show too. That is one of my favorites. It's so much fun. <laughs> um, but I'd also say like watch stuff that is not, uh, that's kind of out of your comfort zone. Like my husband's from Italy. So we watch a lot of European dramas and I get little inspirations and inspiration and snippets from there as well. Like ideas of snippets of ideas from things that, you know, I think that we being America, being Americans, I think that we are used to being the dominant storytellers that like that's our an export of entertainment is our storytelling. But if you watch and if you watch subtitled movies and TV from elsewhere, you'll find that there's other forms of storytelling and there's other forms of uh, narrative decisions that you may want to incorporate in your books as well. Oh, I absolutely agree. And also look to like the classic movies too. Yes, absolutely. I know for on top of editing my second book, I'm also writing my third book, which is centered around the main characters getting married. Mm -hmm. The movie High Society actually oh, yeah. influenced the plot a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. that I, I have seen that movie. Yes, absolutely. Without a doubt. But I also love watching the classic mystery movies like the Miss Marple movies from the mm -hmm. 60s, the, mm -hmm. all those. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Good points. Well, thanks for being on the show. I had so much fun. Thanks for having me. I, I'm really thrilled to be here. And, you know, if anyone has any questions or, you know, would like to follow me on Facebook, I have a page also, Tara Lush. It's a combined page for mystery and romance. So I may break it off at some point, but for now it's all in one. And that one will also be in the show's notes. Great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on the Cozy Slip. I'd like to thank my patrons, Regina, Cozy Cub, and Dower Bear for their help in keeping the show commercial-free and growing. I'd also like to thank my Coffee Clutch for their contributions as well. If you'd like to be like my patrons, Regina, and my fellow co-podcasters, the Cozy Cub and Dower Bear, join me on patreon.com slash thecozysleuth where you can become a guiding clue, a clever sidekick, a small town sleuth, or a Sherlock Holmes. Or for a one-time contribution, you can become a member of my coffee clutch at coffee.com slash the cozy sleuth. That's ko-fi.com slash the cozy sleuth. These addresses will be in the show's notes. As always, you can find me on Twitter at the cozy sleuth. Until next time, this is Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy. <laughs>